friend, I'm Rye Myers, your Broadway and Entertainment BFF, and thank you so much for listening to Live with Rye, the podcast. After launching Live with Rye in the fall of 2020 as a digital live stream talk show on YouTube and in the height of the pandemic, and after literally almost everyone calling my digital talk show your podcast, I figured it was finally time to put these episodes in podcast form. So here you go. These episodes, which you will listen to, are from over the last two years, starting from fall 2020 through the beginning of 2022, so some of these episodes may focus on topics and events that have already occurred. Consider it your official Throwback Thursday podcast, if you will. But, my dear friend, that's not all. Stay tuned for exclusive new weekly interviews with some of the best and brightest names in the Broadway, pop culture, and entertainment business, because I am your Broadway and entertainment BFF after all, and I have interviewed some of the biggest names in show business from Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award winners, so you definitely will want to stay tuned to see who I have next. I hope you get value out of this podcast, and so as they all say before every podcast episode, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and make sure to leave a rating and review. But I ask that you please leave a kind review and rating. And listen, if you didn't like an episode, the world does not need more of your negativity, so just don't leave a review then. Anyway, enjoy the podcast and let me know who you'd like to hear. XOXO, Rye Myers, talk show host, producer, and your Broadway and entertainment BFF. Enjoy the episode. And with that, let's welcome my incredible guest today. I am so happy to welcome her back to Live with Rye. She was one of my, she was my first guest on my very first show um, when I featured the um, instructors from the Multi-Hype Workshop. Please help me welcome actress, producer, and now adding to her list of many multi-hyphenates, author, Ash- Ashley Kate Adams. Hey, Ryan. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, my pleasure. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming on. You're my favorite host, so of course I had to come. I'm so happy to have you back finally um, one-on-one. I was was saying in the opening, um, you know, you were my first guest with Michael Kushner and Kimberly Faye Greenberg uh, talking about Multi-Hype Workshop, and I just had them on the show, so full circle. We're we're filling the trifecta, and we're totally full circle because I just feel I've known you for so many years, and I'm just so proud to see how your brand and your show has grown. It's incredible. So so proud to be here. Thank you so much. Well, and it's all it's mostly because of you, all of your love and support over the years. I can't do it without you. So thank you. Ditto. Well, let's get started. Where did the inspiration come from to finally sit down and take all of this knowledge and creative genius that you have to put into this book, BYOP, Be Your Own Producer? Yeah, so I think it was a blend of kind of understanding where I was within my creative process, if you will, in conjunction with what was happening in the world. And I felt like because of some of the twists and turns that I had already taken as a, as a creative from being an actor to adding, right, the producer, the teacher, the writer. Um, I felt like in a time of the pandemic, I could actually, you know, help by share, uh, sharing some of my story and how I navigated through, you know, the hard times of really trying to learn uh, what it felt like for me to create authentically. And I, and I just thought, hey, you know, here we are. I'm now locked in my house. There is no time like the present. So why not take all of these teachings and and hopefully allow it to reach more people and put everything into a book? Wow. That, that, I mean, that's special. So 
was, I mean, was this an idea even before the pandemic happened? It just that the pandemic sort of streamlined it faster that you were now able to sit down and do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right on. So I had been, I've been creative consulting, I'd say maybe for the past four or five years or, you know, mentoring young artists like yourself, right. In, in yeah. your earlier years in the city. And, um, I branded it finally at the beginning of 2019. And I was like, what's a catchy phrase, you know, where we can kind of encompass all these things about taking, you know, charge in your own creative life. And I was like, Ooh, BYOP. I wanted it to be something where the ear kind of recognized it, but it was still original and different. And I was like, BYOP. Cause it makes people be like, what's that? Be your own producer. Oh, that's cool. And um, so I branded it 2019. And then actually I did have a meeting with my literary agent in February of 2020 last year. And I just said, I have this weird inkling. Do you think that these kind of lessons or things that I've realized could potentially ever work inside of a book? And she's like, I really think you should marinate on that and see kind of what comes out of you. And then it was so funny. I was babysitting that evening mm -hmm. and um, I wrote it, the outline on my phone and all the chapter titles and they didn't switch. And I created the four parts there on my phone and I was like, wow, maybe I'm onto something. And then it just so happened that the pandemic hit and I was like, it's like I was ready for it, if that makes any sense. And so I just dove in deep. Wow, and you know, that's one of the, uh, for me, that I've seen one of the, I see beautiful things lightly, beautiful things that have come out of this pandemic is there's been so many opportunities uh, for people such as yourself of being able to now finally sit down and write this book and so many people who've finally been able to work on projects they've been, you know, weren't able to and life was busy and about. So in a way, it's a blessing that um, you've been able to work Absolutely. on this and get this out. Absolutely. It's, you know, I feel here's the, the thing. We all navigate, right? We all grieve completely differently. But yeah. I do feel like the pandemic was a really great opportunity to hit a reset button. And like, you know, like we did right with multi-hype, you know, I feel like there were ways where we could all gather to use our time, maybe a bit more reflectively, or I will say, you know, wisely, right. It was an opportunity and it was a hard thing to navigate, but I think at the core of it, it really allowed a lot of people to get to the crux of like, why they're creating and um, what calls them to do this. And that's exactly what the book is about. Oh, that is so special. And we'll talk more on multi-hype um, a little bit later on. Uh, you, you've done so many great things. Uh, what got you into the creative mindset that set you on this path to BYOP and to say, okay, I have to do this for myself and create this book for others? So, I mean, the crux of it all was you know, being raised in a musical theater family, having the opportunity to go to CCM, you know, coming to New York City, getting my agent, being very, you know, grateful that I had the opportunity to make my Broadway debut, you know, within two years of pulling in to Washington Heights, if you will. Yeah. But I joined the company on a Tuesday night and Wednesday after the matinee, I got told, you know, my show was closing and to deal with such a huge loss and upset, literally within 24 hours of your childhood dreams coming true. Like if I wasn't a human, like, like that would affect me like any, it would affect anyone. Right. And so yeah. I think that hard realization mixed with some of the other realizations of the business 
this one really got me. It was the idea of permission, right? Creative permission. And I talk about that so much. And that's the first chapter of the book. But it was the idea is I identified at the time only as a musical theater actor, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I didn't get brought onto a show from auditioning or from a submission that I wasn't going to be able or allowed, as I say in the book, to do what I love to do, which is to create. And that realization, I was like, "Uh uh-uh, I have not been doing this my whole life and going to an incredible school and program like CCM for four years, busting my tail, getting an incredible agent, getting on Broadway within two, right? I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, like there has to be more to life than this, you know? And there was, but it's so weird. It was a lot bigger than I was allowing myself to be, but it was so small and personal. And it came down to just letting myself be who I was in my core, which is I am a multi-hyphenate, right? As, as my yeah. says, multi-hyphenate creative entity. And I am just as happy when I'm writing, when I'm singing, when I'm directing, when I'm teaching, right? And yeah. I needed to get back to that core of, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. And, and thus we have the most authentic thing to me, which is BYOP. Oh, it certainly, certainly is so authentic. And just in reading it, it was just, it's so inspiring, so touching. Um, before we go further, we have a little comment here from Joe. He says two of my favorite people. So Joe, thank you for watching. If you're watching, leave us a comment or uh, give us a like. Appreciate that. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> you know, that's one of the things that, um, you mentioned earlier, you were talking about, um, you know, getting to Broadway and experiencing that with your clothes. And you wrote so personally about that experience that puts you on this journey to become, you know, what you are today, a multi-hyphenate. And um, just reading that, it, it felt like, you know, I was there. I was sort of on your shoulders or in the back watching it. It was written so personally. And, you know, it it says things, it says so much about you as a person that, you took that opportunity, which, as you said, was tough and was, I, I'm sure, a lot of grief, but you turned it around and said, as you know, nobody's going to give me this permission. I've got to do it on my own and I want to do this. And that really takes a lot. And if I recall, you, I think you told me that, you know, shortly after it closed, you went down to City Hall and opened up your, you know, you, you registered your business name, aka Studio yeah. Productions, and did it yourself. So, I mean, that's, that, that is, that's, there's a lot to be said for that. And it's just written so beautifully in there. Thank you. You know, I did get to reflect a lot because it was a pandemic, because I'm writing this book about this journey, right? And that Broadway upset, my Broadway story is the introduction or the foreword, if you will, in the book. And it is so funny to me looking back 10 years ago, because it's exactly when this was happening 10 years ago, that my reflex of this loss was without even knowing at the time really what a producer was. I'm gonna go march down to City Hall, literally, you know, in between the Broadway closing and when we went out on the first national tour. I literally, September, first week of September, I marched down to City Hall and got that business license. And it just, it's so interesting, you know? It's just, I feel like there's those magical moments in life where, you know, kind of sometimes when your soul and your body, it's just, it starts moving. 
Like I didn't know what it was going to become or where I'd be sitting a decade later with you, right. Speaking about it in a very full circle way. But I just, I started, you know, listening and just following through. And here we are. (laughs) Here we are full circle. Indeed. I mean, really talk about full circle. I love in the beginning of this book, you talk about not wanting the reader to finish this book. You encourage us to put the book down, start something new, come back to it when we're ready. What, I mean, I love this. What made you take that approach to, you know, know, listen, put this down, but come back to it. Thank you for mentioning that. (sighs) I, I really appreciate that you got that line. It was to make you feel comfortable because I truly, and you'll know this better than anybody, right? That I work with. It's like, I want you to feel like you're just hanging out with me, right? We're doing a BYOP session or we're in BYOP hour at multi-hype or even you and me, right? Sitting across from each other at the Westway Diner, right? It's like, I want, right? Memories, right? Wow. First time yeah. we met. But it's like, I want this book to feel that way, right? Like I am your friend and that it is a safe place. And that's another thing I mentioned, right? It's like that boundary of you're about to go through a very personal creative process with doing this book. But I am, you know, these are pages, right? So it's like there is a boundary with the magic that's going to happen. And it's because of you, not me. I'm here to cheer you on, lead you through a process, your own process. But like there is some space there. So thank you so much for bringing that up because that was really important to me that the reader felt like they were just in conversation with me. And I also felt, right, if I had those really funny moments at the beginning, that it would make you kind of chuckle on the inside and realize, okay, this is not brain surgery. We're talking about our creativity here, right? It can exactly. hurt sometimes, but it's not brain surgery. Let's put our guards down and just jump in together, you know? Yes, exactly. It's all about the creative process and it is not that serious like brain surgery. I mean, it's serious, but it's not that like that. You know? Yeah, I, yes, yes. I noticed you have the book in front of you. You want to uh, hold it up and show people if you can really yeah. So this is BYOP, Be Your Own Producer, and I'm very lucky that the one and only Ali Stroker said, BYOP is a must read for any artist who is ready to achieve their highest potential. So yes, very blessed. And um, I love that cover. Thank you so much. I designed it with my dear friend and colleague, Patrick Larney. Mm-hmm. And, um, he just did a beautiful job. You know, he was the person that originally... Um, help me with actually I know this sounds crazy I brought him a box of makeup there was like a face cream that I liked that had kind of like neon bright pink and blue colors mm-hmm. and I was like can we make BYOP signs with like this vibe and this was in 2019 yeah and I just said we need to do it again for the book cover and he sure did he turned it out he's phenomenal it is really phenomenal. And you've got so many great quotes on there too, from uh, so many great people in the industry. Um, and, you know, I can't wait for people to, to get it before we continue. Let's plug the date. When is it going to be released for us to purchase and to get? So right now, if you're like, wow, this is such an exciting interview. I've got to buy it right now. You can actually get the ebook online, the book of 2021 too sweet. You can actually get the ebook right now. So you can go to Amazon or you can go to Nook at Barnes and Noble and get it right now. But the actual paperback book will come out um, August 10th. 
2021 and the audiobook which I recorded myself which was a very powerful thing to you know to relive it and do it with my voice will be out any moment now so amazing well I'm excited I wanted yes I wanted you to promote that date and plug it it's very important so if you want to read it on an ebook get it now but you know I definitely recommend getting it in person if you can and actually reading it there's nothing for me there's nothing like having a physical copy it. yes yeah. agree one of the quotes you talk about as well in this book that I love and I've heard so often I mean over these last four months like it's crazy how much I've heard it and how much it stuck with me is comparison is a thief of joy isn't that yeah. the truth and let's talk about this I mean this is something I've struggled with we all struggle with as creatives I mean it is I, I think Teddy Roosevelt came up with the quote, actually, I believe, um, funny yeah. enough. Um, but it is so true. And I have heard so many creative people in the field say it over the last six months or so. And it is true. You know, we compare ourselves to others and often that holds us back in our creativity. I'm guilty of it. So, you know, yeah. what, what, what can we do to get over that? What made you, you know, talk about that in the book, um, you know, because mm -hmm. that is such a roadblock that a lot of us deal with. Yeah, I, right. We're very empathetic beings. And I think because we're always wanting to connect, right? Mm -hmm. Your perspective, right? You're wanting to interview, right? You're wanting to write about, you know, it, it's like, it's a very kind of vulnerable state to be in. And so when things, you know, it, it, it just kind of, it can derail us, right? If we don't kind of remain in our lane. And in the book, I call it, you know, staying in your lane because each of us, even though we might have similar goals, there is no way that we're gonna get there all at the same time in the same way. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I say something, another kind of funny thing that, that I thought was funny, was like when I was like, but what about Shayla who graduated from my dream school, right? Who walked onto Broadway like immediately and you're like, my friends, is Broadway even open right now? Like, I hate to be so blunt, but it's like, we gotta stop it with these electric fences that we put on ourselves, right? It's like, we're so kind and generous to other artists. We have to say that for ourselves sometimes, yes. you know? And it's so hard to do and it's so hard sometimes Yes. To be proud of yourself, to be proud of your journey, but that yes, value and that actualization, it's its so important because, right, if we don't, and I'm guilty of it, if you don't function from an artistic place with personally valuing yourself, mm -hmm. you can get yourself into a lot of trouble, which I also talk about in the book. <laughs> yes, you do. It, you are, have hit the nail on the head with all of that. I mean, and as, I mean, I fall, we've all fallen guilty of it and it does, it gets you into a rut and, uh, gets you into places that hard to get out of. And then you're not putting your best foot forward, your most authentic work. You're not doing, you know, the best you can as a creative. And I think that is, is so important to remember, you know, you're on your own journey. And um, I mean, that's, that's something big for and me. It should be freeing, right? It, like, it is. But, how amazing. Like you are the only incredible ride that ever ride. You know yes, what I mean? It's exactly. Like exactly. And my issue is, which I'm getting better at is I don't have patience. So I'm learning that, you know. You don't have patience? Everything's, a, you know, it's. See, it, I it, never would have known that. Really? No, I am quite impatient. I am, you know, why hasn't it happened today, yesterday, you know, two days right. ago, tomorrow? Um, and 
I'm learning to see the journey and, you know, not to compare and not to take, you know, um, somebody else's road and compare it to yours and, you know, to see where you are. So it's, you know, it's, that. what, what did you learn about yourself as a person, as a creative while writing this book? really great question. Um, I think I reaffirmed how disciplined I am. Mm -hmm. I think to have my back against the wall and to do something that I was really scared about, it was really nice to kind of like high five myself in a way where I'm like, okay, you got this, you did this, even though it was scary, it was new, right? And that's that meta part about the book is I'm like, I'm doing something brand new right now it's terrifying, but like, here we are. So that was one thing. Um, and the other thing, um, is, um, I, I think I learned to just like allow myself to be my own, my own compass. And because right, we're empathetic That's beings. Right. I like to listen to others, collaborate with others, la di da di da. Right. And so I would kind of lose myself in the puzzle. And I think the book was a really great way to kind of take ownership of my own work and be like, all right, maybe you infiltrated my film or maybe you treated me inappropriately when I was producing your play. But let me tell you, I wrote this book alone and there is no way that you can take credit. You know what I mean? That was a, that was a big thing for me to say, I'm here and I'm here because I sat my butt down at my kitchen table every day for three hours a day and wrote this book. Does that make sense? That was a it big does. thing for me. It does. It's a big thing. It's an important thing. And it says so much. I mean, it not makes you, it, it, it fulfill. I can only imagine it fulfills so much inside of you, you know, and yeah. just makes you even stronger, a better person, uh, you know, in, in, in your projects, in your personal life and everything all around. Yeah. Yeah. Made me, I just became more aware. So we have a question here, which is nice, a cool, interesting one. How do you sustain your own creative drive in a world where we are not always encouraged to be creative? It's a list art. It's it's discouraged as we age, I think is the second part. But how do you sustain your creative drive in a world where we are not always encouraged to be creative? I think the secret is no matter how much time passes, no matter what goes on in your world, in your life, right? It's kind of goes back to like, I know this sounds a little out there, but kind of like continuing to preserve our inner child. Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like when we go back to that space and kind of let that, you know, inner creativity out, it's like the quickest way back. Yes. And also the thing, right? We're not allowed, we never allow ourselves the permission to to revisit, right? And to re-inspire ourselves. And so what I would encourage you is to not be afraid to like reface some of those things or be honest that like, I'm struggling right now or I'm hitting a wall. And another thing regarding grief, right? Cause that's something everybody navigated during this pandemic, losing jobs, losing the idea of what we thought our lives were gonna be both personally, creatively, professionally, Allow yourself to feel all your emotions, right? Yeah. There is sadness in our art. There is sadness in those moments where you realize, oh my God, did I just give my life away to a desk job for the past four years working for a boss that I'm not proud of, right? That's not our best moment. 
but it's through that reflection what we do with our moment that creates our forever. So I think just always allowing yourself to revisit like what sets your heart on fire, what inspires you and realize at the end of the day, you can always get back to it because you are your creativity and it's as precious to you as a fingerprint, right? There's no, there's nothing else like it. No, no, there is not. And you are, you are so right. And, you know, I wanted to uh, touch upon again, uh, this no one can give you the permission to create but yourself as you mentioned um this is in the first chapter of your book and i just want to expand on it a little bit more um you know with that wh what do you say to people i mean with that no one can give you the permission to create but yourself i mean people you know may say well yes but you know this is how things are normally done or what do you mean i don't have the you know i, I that nobody can give me that permission mm -hmm. you know, I, i'm you know, I have to get it through to this person or I have to, you know, give it to that yeah. person. Mina, how do I, you know, what, I know what it means, but what does it mean to, you know, for people? Right. And how can they mm -hmm. interpret that and take that? Because it's totally. so powerful. I believe in every artist, you, me, you know, the folks watching today, your creativity begins with you. Even if you're interviewing someone, even if you're writing questions, even if you're, you know, an actor cast in a show on Broadway that's about to go back into the good old rehearsal room at the at the Pearl Studios, right? Yes. When you show up to that room, your soul, your body, your mind, your movement, that is yours. So wicked can't happen unless the woman playing Alphabet shows up and uses her soul, her mind, her body, her tools, right? to tell her story, to sing her story, to speak her story, to Melka Nama Nama, right? Her story, right? So it's like, no one can give you permission to create by yourself. It starts with you. It doesn't matter how big or how small. It doesn't matter if you're still doing that pandemic living and you're having a live concert in your dad's garage, right? Playing the drums with your old buddies from high school, right? It's yes. like, that still comes down to you. So it's like, I just want to encourage everybody that if you want to do a podcast, if you want to write a book, if you want to start taking dance class, if you want to start teaching dance class, when all you've taught is voice, we're artists, right? We are full house and we're meant to kind of mosey through every part of the house, the basement, the attic, the the floorboards, the yes. rug, like turn it up. Yes. Like it's it's within you, you know? So mm -hmm. just want to encourage you, if you're listening today, like start at the core and the core is you. Yes. And speaking of the core is you and starting at the core, I mean, this leads into my next question, but that's why I started this show because I had that inspiration from you, from all of you, because I took the multi-hype workshop, the multi-hype course back in July of last year, as I said, say to everyone, I shout it at the rooftops. It has changed my life as a creative. One of the things I learned in there was, you know, no one can give you that permission to create but yourself. And that's what, you know, I took the steps and said, I'm going to do this show. And I did it. So let's talk about the multi-hype course. Can you tell me about it and uh, what it is for creatives? I think every creative needs to take this course. Um, I think they'll learn so much, even if, you know, they already are multi-hype, I think, or they think they may know oh, yeah. this changed them. And I also just took recently level two, which provided even more open. <laughs> oh, oh, my, 
totally opened my mind. Even we more. went into it. We went deep. We went deep and wild and just, I mean, even more so. So let's talk about it. I think there is a course coming up um, or you just taught one. What is it and what can, how can creatives get involved with it? Yeah. So multi-hype workshop is the workshop that I created with Kimberly Faye Greenberg and Michael Kushner. And let me just say before I start, you know, it's really hard in this industry to find people that you want to work with and continue to work with consistently and that you actually get to build something with to be so proud of. And now we've worked with 45 just, you know, incredible professionals in the field, you being one of our, you know, star students. And it's just, it's incredible. We come together for an entire week. We meet Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. And we just throw ourselves at our artistry in a really loving and supportive environment. And one of the things we're proudest of is that community that we've created. And, and as you see, it's not one of those one and dones or one of those workshops where it's like, you're there, but you're never spoken to, or, you know, we focus no. specifically on the artist, their personal work, like yours was, you know, live with Rye and, and another very exciting project that will not be named because right. that's how we do multi-hype. Exactly. Um, but, you know, but it's like, it's like such a gift to have that tribe now. And um, yeah, it's just been a joy. And our next session is actually going to be um, July, in July, mid-July. Oh, nice. So if you're interested in hearing more about, um, you know, the workshop, you can email me at multi-hypeworkshop at gmail.com and we'd love to have you part of our creative family um, and help you transition back into the world you know what i mean it's, mm -hmm. this is a hard transition and we got 50 people thank you so much just out of that people ready to support you and cheer you on and we've got our private facebook group right where we share yes. all the exciting stuff everybody's got going on and we literally become each other's hype group i mean we do that, that really worked out because it did it's going to be called multi-hype but like I would always say like, get hyped, but like, that's literally what it's become. And it's just, whew. it has. And it's so inspired. It's so incredible to meet new people. I mean, I may have made so many new friends and connections from it, but also to see what they're doing as well as you, as you said, you know, to see their projects that they spoke about in the course, take on new heights or, you know, even better. And to see, you know, um, it, it's been cool to see so many people who I know just in the industry who have taken the workshop and seen, you know, seen some of their work, even though I wasn't in their course, but see what they've done from it. It's really exciting. And as you said, we're all in the Facebook group, which, you know, we encourage each other. We post about, you know, happenings and it's really inspiring. It's something so positive, so good. We have our own little Instagram pod or, <laughs> you know, hype up each other's posts. It's important. And I think what you and Michael and Kimberly have done is changing this industry for the better. Aww. We need it. We need positive things like this. We need to lift each other up and lift people yes. up. We don't have enough of that. And this is doing it. It's changing people's lives. Aww. And I I mean it. It is, you know, I cannot say enough about it. And it's, Aww. you know, so email her, multi-hypeworkshop at gmail.com. Take this course if you're a creative watching this. Um, what do you hope people will take away from this book? What is the thing you hope they'll take away from reading this? Um, that you're special, that you're not weird, right? We feel everything so loudly. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's many times right in our childhood or adolescence or even our early 20s in a big city like New York where you can kind of at times feel very isolated 
or maybe like you're you're weird or wrong right for wanting to do things a, a bit differently and um that was huge for me with adding like producer to my identity and it was like oh wait <laughs> you're like this little ingenue like just been in a broadway show like what do you mean you're producing and i'm like i'm pro i'm producing i'm making work you know yeah but like it um i just want people to know that it's like you have all the power inside of you it's already there and it's just about comfortably uncovering it and you can do it and um and you're not alone i like that comfortably uncovering it that is, that is such good advice i i love that i want to read another quote that stuck out to me and just read it i i'm enjoying picking out all these quotes it's very oh very, I like, it means so much to me that you took the time oh, you know truly i love it and it's also i feel very oprah winfrey you know reading <laughs> quotes picking them out and reading them i was very you know I, I that's what i love about doing these interviews i feel very very oprah-ish yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. uh but no i i mean because these quotes are have to be said and so i'm so happy that you know um you've put them in there it was time to be brave even braver than before it was time to figure out my own path and create the ability to do so again and again it was time for me to be my own producer yeah, man. When you when you hear it that way, you're like, oh my gosh, right? It's like I feel like so many times in our artistry, we feel like we're at the end of our rope, right? When we, because it's it's because I think we're reaching that end of that season, right? And um, I I was stepping into the world of the unknown, but looking back, I am so grateful. I'm so grateful that I took the road less traveled. I'm so grateful that I've been on panels full of older men who have looked at me like I'm from Mars because guess what? I am, but I'm here and I'm making stuff and, <laughs> and we're being positive. Right. And, um, yeah, we're adding a little sunshine into the world and yes, hey. we are. yeah. And you know what? That's what makes you unique. Yeah. You're from Mars. Yeah. Damn right. You are. And you know what? That is what makes us all, unique because if we all were from planet earth and we were all were in the same cut from the same cloth and everything that would not be fun so that's right you know, it's pretty boring down here. i agree <laughs> i agree so i finish up here what advice do you have for future creatives um future authors it was uh, you know you, you said a, a lot of great things in the beginning I, I wanted to ask the advice though at the end just about creating um if they want to write their own book if they're you know, curious just about themselves as creatives. What what advice would you would you give to them? Um, I'd say like the first is allow yourself to take the time for reflection. I feel like we're in such a go 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 industry, especially if we live in the meccas, right? Like New York, Chicago, L.A., even now Texas, right? It's like London. It's just like we're like go go go. We got to find the next gig. We got to do the next thing. But it is in those sacred times where we right, where we reflect and we're like, okay, am I actually putting my artistic output the way that I want to? And am I is, is are the people in my life that I'm making things with? Does it align with my core values, my beliefs? Right. It, it takes time to do that hard work. And the second thing that is just so important that so many people forget is literally ninety percent of the job is showing up prepared and always following through 
just mean what you say and say what you mean. And when you say, yes, I will be here, whether it, and I'm going to go personal, whether you're telling a friend you'll be there for their birthday party, or you tell your mom, you're going to call them, or you say, I'm going to meet you at the Westway diner at 4 PM. Just show up. We all have hard days. We all go through a lot. And hey, sometimes there's the grace of I'm just showing up and that's all I can do. But guys, that is the biggest thing that you can do is just to freaking show up and follow through. That is so important. Showing up is and following through. I mean, that's big for me. I was speaking with someone the other day who was he was saying that that's, you know, how he got to a lot of where he was is showing up, being there, you know, and it's important. It shows your worth at work ethic and yeah. it just shows you who you are as a creative, as a person, show up and do the work. That is, do that it. is cool. just do it. There's no yes. easy path. And if you think it's going to be an easy path, it's the wrong path. And I'm telling you that just from everything I know of the hundreds of artists I've worked with as a consultant, as a teacher, as a producer, if it feels like a lucky break that you know in your heart has not been earned, it ain't the lucky break. It's it's the bad stuff that you're going to find out in like a few weeks. You should not have been going that way. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. Before we plug all of your social media, I wanted to talk about your new one of your other new adventures, uh, new ventures, your record company that you oh just started. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? And I know you have some great artists on the label. What it, how was so, it started? Tell us about it. Well, it's so funny, right? It's like this pandemic was about getting back to my core and the core of my creativity. And other than this book coming out of me, you know, um, my business partner, Mitchell Walker, and I met at CCM for musical mm -hmm. theater. He's always someone that I've always talked shop with and creativity, but also business, right? And um, over the past decade, and actually right after the Broadway closing, the first thing I did was I took $1,500 from my money from La Cage on Broadway, right? Mm -hmm. And I used it to produce an album of the first show I got to star in, Gay Bride of Frankenstein, straight out of college. And... Um, we recorded an album. And so I produced my first album and sang on it. I was, it was the first evidence, right. Of me being my own producer. But since then we've both produced multiple albums, which we celebrated with you with Elise Mara, right. This time last year, it really, it started coming to a head when Frankie in the middle of a pandemic, we hit the billboard charts, right. And we passed Hamilton at 12 noon on the release day. And, you know, in reflection, we're like, we're not even just a distributor. We're actually developing the artist, helping to run their social media, right? We're helping with arrangement sessions. We're hiring everyone in. We're actually producing the albums live in session, running the emails, running the contracts. We're like, maybe we just need to learn the distribution part and just make our own label. And so that's what we did. <laughs> Wow, that is and here we are. And now we our first album was Elise Mara with her yes. own original music alternative singer songwriter debuted at I think 18 or 17 on the singer songwriter chart. This past week was Jamin Ray country duo, which starring my little sister who's a freaking rock star oh. debuted at 20 on the country charts. Yes, and, I saw um, that. 
Yep, and we produced Blake Allen's next masterpiece of an album, Shards of an Honor Code Junkie, based upon wow. off-Broadway production. And um, and we have we have three more announcements soon to make that you not have heard uh, yet. So well, you're the, going to be very excited about. I think I'm looking forward to it. They've really run the gamut, the genres that you um, right. are producing, which is great. I mean, and especially the, 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 your first one. I mean, Frankie, that was huge. I'm sure you know. I mean, it, it's a beautiful musical, and you have beautiful music, and it is going to go somewhere. But I'm sure. You're, you almost have been shocked that it even, I mean, to be ha to sort of surpass Hamilton or be on the same, you know, track on Hamilton kooky. on the charts. I mean, crazy. It was kooky and it was just one of those moments. And um, I think we both have read Bob Iger's book. <gasps> yes. Changed my life. Yes. And it really motivated me as I started to, you know, write my own. It was like that loving, you know, warm hug that I just really needed from mm -hmm. another person like-minded human being yes. and it just encouraged me and he was just thinking you know speaking about all those acquisitions and i'm like oh i could never do this i could never do that but he truly he simplified so many of these yes. massive moments right for the largest corporation right and it came down kind of like to that core principle again right came down to him his leadership his team making these large choices to partner with Marvel, Lucas Films, and pretty soon the giant owns all of them. The mouse does, and so, and that was very inspiring to me. I'm like, okay, if he can do this on a massive global level with the mouse, maybe I can use the small things that I have, and the you know the pedigree and and the journey of where I've been the past decade, and we could just literally put a label on the label because we've already been doing the yeah. work, you know? Yeah. The, I I agree. Uh, that book, the Bob Bob, Bob Oliver, the former well, I guess he's the yeah, former CEO, but I believe he's still the chairman of uh, of Disney. Changed my life, and you know, you can if you go to ridethenewsguy.com/blog. I actually did a great posting um, about all the books I've read over quarantine. So for those of you who may be looking for a read, you can head to ridethenewsguy.com/blog. Check out the Ride blog, and you can actually purchase um, the Ride of a Lifetime there. Um, it, it, I highly recommend, it was one of my like 14 books I've read this last year, but it changed my life and really in a good way because it, like with what you said, reading it and like I was stressed out in a way of like, how do you, like you want to acquire DreamWorks and Lucasfilms, and, but that he did it and did it so seamlessly and that really in, encouraged me and, and empowered me to like one man was behind some of the biggest mergers of this of the, of the century and if they can do that you know we can do it too you know why right. can't we go out and do it exactly and and the things that stood out is clear to me were the um the pixar yes right and and, and speaking about steve jobs and how all of that came down right to the personal relationship between those two men and i'm like once again, right, simplifying it, taking it yes. to the core. It came down to those two people's relationship and their core creativity and them finding a way where both people could feel heard, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, maybe it actually can be in a way that simple, right? Right. It overwhelms us just 
take it step by step. And, and I thought it was just such a beautiful way of just describing that and, mm. and just being so vulnerable with us as the readers. So we're like, okay, we can do this too. Yeah, exactly. And when we need books like that, and that's what BYOP is doing in its sense too. It's, you know, um, helping to simplify and make the creative process even easier. So it's great that we have people like Bob Iger and yourself putting books out there into the world. So as we, as before we get ready to wrap, tell me, where can we follow you? Where can we keep up with you? What are the websites, the handles? Do tell. You're, do tell. you're fabulous. Um, so I'd say the easiest way is through connecting through my website, ashleycapeadams.com. Look at you, ready to go. Um, my personal Instagram is at ashleycapeadams. You you are so, you are just like a magic. You're That's why I love asking this. I love asking about these hands because I'm like, I have money. You can follow the BYOP book at BYOP underscore NYC. And maybe, I don't know if you'll even have this one, or you can follow my production company. Do you have that one? I AKA Studios NYC? I don't, no, unfortunately I do not. I'm don't sorry. Don't worry about it. But that is the best way to, to keep up with me online. And as we were talking about at the beginning of the show, you can find BYOP, be your own, magician once again, be your own producer online right now at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Powell's, Amazon, you can go anywhere. Um, and um, I can't say where, but um, pretty soon within the Broadway demographic, there's going to be an extra special place that you will also be able to access the book. So that announcement will be coming later this summer. <laughs> I think I know. I'm not going to, I don't know. You haven't told me, but I think I may know. And I will. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, it would be wonderful if, if it is what I think. So, well, that is great. And listen, for those of you watching, if you want to keep up with me, follow along with me. You can follow me on social media. I'm at rye underscore Myers on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, I'm official rye Myers. I love hearing from you. And you can also see all of my content by going to ridethenewsguy.com, which you see at the bottom. See all my interviews and any, everything in between. Once again, would love your support. So if you are so inclined, Head to ridethenewsguy.com slash donate and, and make a donation of whatever you're able to. You can scan the fancy QR code as well if you would like. I love being able to bring you all of this exciting stuff. I love um, all of the, the adventures you all have taken me on and I want to continue. So please, if you are able to, ridethenewsguy.com slash donate and follow me on social media and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And we've had so many great people commenting and tuning in. Thank you so much. Joe says again, such a blast watching you both. It is music to my ears. <laughs> Joe, thank you. That's wonderful. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with me. Um, everybody go and get this book. You know, if you're able to get the ebook now, do so. Get it when it comes out in August. Listen to the ebook. This is going to change your life. Um, and I really hope it inspires people out there, as I'm sure you do too, to be your own producer and to get a project off the ground and that this book inspires so many. Thanks, Rye. Thank you so much for having me and thank you everybody for watching today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Hey, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone.